Hi, this is Mark Graben. This is episode 158 of Lean Blog Audio. This is a post that was published on October 19th, 2016. It was titled, ThetaCare CEO Dean Gruner to Retire. What's next for ThetaCare? You can read this post and find links by going to leanblog.org slash audio 158. Now, a few weeks ago, I saw an announcement about Dr. Dean Gruner. He was the second, he is the second CEO to have led ThetaCare, the health system in Wisconsin, during their lean journey. The headline of the release said, Dr. Dean Gruner, ThetaCare president and CEO, announces retirement. And it said in part uh, that Dr. Gruner, CEO, since April 2008, today announced his plans to retire. Dr. Gruner began in healthcare 40 years ago and has served this community for 33 years and has served as president and CEO of ThetaCare since April 2008. That's how it was written. There's a redundancy there. I guess it wasn't a lean uh, paragraph, but I, I want to give my congratulations and best wishes to Dean on his retirement. You know, as an outside observer, it seems like he's been a great leader. He's certainly been an advocate for healthcare improvement, not just within ThetaCare, but um, throughout uh, the rest of our health system, if not around the world. So, you know, he was previously chief medical officer at ThetaCare when he succeeded uh, Dr. John Toussaint as CEO of the system. It was Toussaint, of course, who started their lean journey. Um, John Toussaint had been promoted uh, also from CMO to CEO. So what comes next? You know, as, as John Toussaint wrote in chapter nine of his first book, On the Mend, Succession planning is one of the most important things a health system's leaders, including its board, can do. Uh, it reads, in part, succession planning, which had always been high on John's agenda, now moved to the top. Preparing for a smooth transition is vital work for any business, but it's critical for lean organizations since so few experienced leaders know lean. At ThetaCare, we spent years building this nascent lean organization and knew that an autocratic outsider with a different agenda could destroy it in minutes. It was still a stretch for some people to take responsibility for their own work environment, and it would have been a relief for them to fall back into old ways, waiting for orders and keeping their heads down. But John was thinking about those at ThetaCare who had eagerly adopted lean, put themselves on the line, and applied their talents toward making real change. This group, growing in number, believed in the power of lean, and John could not let them down. ThetaCare needed to find a lean CEO, someone who embraced the principles and would use them to formulate ThetaCare strategy. At the time, there were no lean healthcare systems to poach for leadership, but looking at a senior executive team, John counted a number of individuals with enthusiasm and fresh energy. He quietly asked who among those wanted to be CEO, and a few hands went up. This was the beginning of a two-year PDSA cycle focused on succession, in which John studied the issue of lean leadership created individualized training programs, and personally mentored the CEO candidates. He expanded their portfolios and watched them carefully on gimbal walks. Due to confidentiality and personnel concerns, we'll be vague about the candidates. Still, the experience was instructive and should underline the importance of leadership transitions in a lean environment. Ultimately, John's goal was to present at least two internal CEO candidates to the board of directors who were well-qualified, hungry for the job, and committed to lean. If he failed, his legacy would probably be an almost lean organization, where the idea of continuous improvement had come briefly to life, but then sputtered and died, leaving people reluctant to put energy into the next initiative. If he had succeeded, the board would have a wealth of good choices and a leader prepared to advance the lean initiative into its second generation. So that's the end of the excerpt 
uh, from the book. Again, that's On the Mend, written by John Toussaint and Roger Gerard. I uh, highly recommend it. You can find a link to the book, again, at leanblog.org slash audio 158. Now, there is great risk during these executive transitions when an organization uh, especially is relatively new to lean. And I wrote about this earlier this year when a new CEO basically killed a different health system's lean program. There's a blog post titled, Why Would a New Healthcare CEO Kill a Lean Program? Now, I wouldn't expect the same thing to happen at ThetaCare, where they've been on this journey for about 14 years and they've had great results. Now, Dean Gruner recently wrote an article on this topic of succession, and I've linked to it on the blog. It was titled, A Leader's Most Important Role, and he writes in part, I'm also confident in the process that will guide ThetaCare to its next leader. Why? Because we made succession planning a priority almost immediately after my appointment as CEO. From speakers and leadership books over the years, I've noticed the best leaders start succession planning right out of the gates. So I decided early on to set aside one executive committee meeting a year dedicated to succession planning, end of quote. So they've had short-term succession plans, they call it you know, emergency or sudden need succession plans, and long-term plans that would be used in planned succession moments uh, like Gruner's retirement. So it's great to hear, and not surprising, that ThetaCare has plans and a process for replacing Gruner. I hope the ThetaCare board still places the same priority in finding someone who is a lean leader to continue and further improve upon their approach. So there are two other, there are two podcasts that I've done over time with Dean Gruner. There's episode 119. This is in my original and still ongoing lean blog podcast uh, where, where I interview people. Podcast 119, we talk about strategy deployment. Episode 144, we talk about lean and accountable care organizations. So you can find those linked in this post. You can also go to leanblog.org slash 119 or leanblog.org slash 144. And you might also want to check out a blog post I wrote uh, a couple of years back about uh, Dean's view on safety, where he says, you know, if we can't do things safely, why should we be doing them in the first place? I think that's a great question. I appreciate, you know, the, the, the questions and um, the ideas shared uh, by Dean Gruner publicly, and I would encourage people to um, come check out uh, the links to all of this, again, at leanblog.org slash audio 158. If you have thoughts or comments, uh, please feel free to comment there. Thanks.